Let's go. Set it up. Top of the show. Four, check four. Cover down. Do it again. Run it back. And we'll see you at the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to On a Water Break podcast. This is a podcast about everything in the marching arts. You name it, we've probably already planned to talk about it. There's just so much that we want to talk about. We've had some great episodes so far, and we're looking forward to sharing more information, news, and advice with you today. Well, you know, it's been a while since it's been just us, so we thought we might do a little catch up with everybody. So how's everybody feeling with the podcast in the room? Dude, I think it's great. This has been so much fun to collaborate with with all of you and to listen to all these great stories. It's been a, a whole lot of fun. I've had a few friends that have already listened to a few of the episodes and they're all very excited about it. So good times. How about you, Tom? Have you heard anything? Uh, yeah, uh, my friends just want more episodes. You know, I, I love doing it. I, I get to geek out about band. <laughs> right? Isn't that great? It's so fun. It's 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 great that, you know, I've got colleagues in the industry, in the travel industry, they're like, wow, what a unique opportunity to, t- to chat about all the marching arts stuff. So it's been pretty, pretty fantastic. So, um, you know, we're going to change things up a little bit today and we have a special guest. And let me flip this over to Jeremy and he's going to introduce our special guest today. Jeremy? Well, kids, yeah, I, I, I want to surprise you every once in a while. So if this person could come off of, come on camera, even though we're not recording that, and unmute yourself. Um, who we have with us today is a special guest actually for you all on the panel. Um, hopefully she is ready to go um, in, our, in our waiting room. And it is, we are bringing on... The artist that developed all of the cartoons um, uh, that that you guys all received um, as part of being joining this podcast. So we want to welcome Emily to the program. Yay, Yay Emily! Hello. Hi. Hi, Emily. Oh my gosh. So I met Emily and I'm going to, I'll do a little bit of the interview because I met Emily a while ago and, um, but, but I will let Emily talk about herself. Um, I met Emily a while ago when we were doing a different, we were doing a different uh, podcast or different episodes of things. And uh, she's just been somebody that's been funny and there and ready to, to design and be amazing. So Emily, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself and then I'll let those of that are on the podcast right now gush about your amazing um, animations that you've been doing for us. So please. (laughs) Why, hello there. As Jeremy said, I am Emily. I am actually from the West Coast. So I'm actually three hours behind y'alls. I am uh, from University of Washington. But it's also really cool. I finally get to meet the cast because like Jeremy just sends me these headshots of these people and I'm like, cool. So I'm supposed to like make them into like AU alternate universe characters. Cool. On it. And now I get to meet them and I'm like, wow, they're real people. Irma Gerd. (laughs) Emily, you, 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 if your animation is so great, you made me look way better than I could ever possibly hope to imagine for. So thank you so much for your wonderful art. 
<laughs> I'm glad you like it. The thing is about the hard part about like cartooning, it's like, at least for me, it's very hard to do like a one-to-one. I've actually only seen a few artists able to do that very strict one-to-one translation. Exactly. Well, it's- I think you captured it. Rad. They're, they're just so rad. You caught my signature eyebrow. <laughs> I had to. It's also just basing off of the the headshots Jeremy said. It's like, all right, I have a thing to look at. Let's go. My daughter thinks it's the coolest thing in the world. Oh. See, now we I see like a whole merch line happening after this. Like we've got we've got all kinds of stuff. We've got mugs. We we're gonna, we're going to need a whole bunch of stuff now. I think. Yeah, I'm expanding. So funny enough, uh, Jeremy and I, we met each other on uh, during the COVID pandemic on the Zoom University marching band page, which is a community of, well, a bunch of band geeks who were sad that, well, COVID shut everything down. So we had this massive Zoom University marching band page. And it was really funny because everyone was like treating it's like, yeah, welcome to Zoom University. Audition packets are here. It was really funny. And I think the way I got noticed quote unquote in that group by jeremy and a bunch of other people is that i said well if we're a real university y'all need uniforms right so i just kind of like whipped up a, a like a mock college marching band uniform and said here you go and that was the fastest thing i have ever seen something take off as canon and i'm like oh okay awesome I'm going to jump in again and, and tell you that any of you that are out there that need a uniform designed, like a printed uniform, like Emily is amazing. Like the stuff that she puts, she's not like, and she didn't go to school for this. Like this is not where she, but she's a band geek and a like an amazing artist. And if you need something like cool, but feels traditional, but just needs to, you know, melt it all, melt it all together. She's, the, she's definitely a way to go you can always get her through guard closet she's one of our designers um she has merchandise on our on our web page that she sells she she's just amazing so please by all means <laughs> there's a little series called color guard cat on there right now and they're just round little cats spinning flags and i just thought well people like cute things that's a good intro <laughs> <laughs> that's adorable i mean emily, who's not gonna want that emily what did you play or spin or what Oh, I uh, played the piccolo. The tiny nice. Mm-hmm. Well, Emily, thank you so much because I think it, it just adds just a little extra something special to our podcast and who we are. And I, I can't believe you captured our personalities just from those headshots. That's really, it was really, really remarkable. And I'm very flattered. I'm very, very flattered. I'm like, wow, I've been amused for somebody. They, were, they had to use me for their, their drawing. That's really cool. I'm so happy. Yeah, this was actually a project where I'm just like, ooh, expansion. Because, you know, as an artist, you know, I always try to look for ways to, you know, expand maybe what I'm not comfortable with. And it was just like, wow, look at all this, you know, these wonderful, diverse set of people. I get to practice my skills on maybe something I haven't tried yet. Uh, Maybe we should um, send her pictures of us when we were all performers. Ooh. Also, I fixed my Instagram problem. I'm going to start an Instagram soon and you'll be able to find all of my band art. There might be some repeats from Zoom because I just realized Facebook's not exactly the greatest place to do art. And I'm just wondering, wow, this is really let oh, I think I know what's going on. 
Well, we'll, we will definitely be looking for you on Instagram and we'll make sure all of our listeners get your handles when you get that all set up so they can follow you too, because you know, everybody that's listening out there should really take advantage of the work that Emily does. And if you can flip some work her way, I'm sure she'd appreciate it. And it's just, just kind of a new and clever way to get yourself out there and a little bit different, a little more unique, not like everything else. My commissions are open. <laughs> Fantastic stuff. Oh, so Emily is going to stay with us for this episode, which is really pretty awesome. Um, and guess what? We are going to play a game. And I think Jeremy is going to introduce this game and kind of run us through. So our, our panel here, we're going to have to get our pens and pencils ready and, and paper. And he's going to take us on a new journey. So Jeremy, take it away. So I know Emily, get ready. Cameron, new new host, get your pieces of paper ready. We're playing categories, kids. Let's go. Oh, do this. <laughs> uh, we are playing marching arts categories. So there will be several categories that are given um for uh for different for a single letter so we're going to give you a letter that will start the round um and you'll have about two minutes to write down your answers um you get a point if no one else has the same answer as you okay so um we are uh, our hosts are are ready you have your pieces of paper everybody's ready emily cameron everyone's ready bring it okay let's go okay so our our uh, categories. Let me run down briefly our categories. We have eight categories that they'll be working with with the categories game. The first uh, is a DCI or DCA core that could be active or inactive. Uh, number two is a WGI ensemble guard percussion or winds again active or inactive. A marching arts director, any genre, any circuit, first or last name. So someone that's taught a color guard, a marching band, a drum line, whoever, whoever. Um, a marching arts adjudicator, again, any genre, any circuit. A marching arts venue, a proper name. So I just had championships at Hershey Stadium. Uh, a manufacturer, distributor, brand name, um, service provider, anything that has to do with marching arts equipment, uniforms, flags, travel, risers, drums, whatever, manufacturer, distributor, whatever. Uh, number seven, a high school marching band. And number eight, a college marching band. So we have all of these different categories that we're going to be working with. We're going to have a letter. Um, feel free as you're figuring out what you're, you, you, you know, you're going to say um, to chat amongst yourself. This is a family game, but obviously we want to make sure that... Uh, you get as many points as you can because we are competitive and winners take them all. Okay, so um, our first letter, our first letter will be M. Our first letter is M Ooh. and we need our time starts now. We'll have a little little band warm up. Mm -hmm. uh, let the band warm up while we are um, figuring out our letters. Mm -hmm. um, so I... <laughs> oh gosh the question is are you getting it <laughs> like is it happening for you or are we uh you know milky way m&ms really 
we had a we had a news story recently about an M band. Um, you know, there's there's lots there's lots of those things, but I would imagine that not everybody would want to mention that one as a uh, yeah. You know, you might lose the points, but then there's other ones. Where 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 are you at, Beth? Where are you at? How many you got, Beth? Um, I have I have four. Okay. I, I clearly I know what my weaknesses are, where my weak spots are on this whole thing. <laughs> Cameron, how many you got, Cameron? I'm uh got three so far. Yeah, yeah. Emily, what you working with? I'm struggling. I apparently need to revisit my alphabet. I only have two. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna give you another 15 seconds to think of as many as you possibly can until well, we do. <laughs> do, 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 do. Oh my gosh, they're making it so much worse. You <laughs> could just have lots of like, I'll just have, it'll just, we'll, we'll make it feel like a real rehearsal. We'll just have people, we'll just have a lot going on so that everybody could feel like there's, you're having a band rehearsal. You got people yelling at you. This is everyone in the pit testing their mics at once. Yeah, <laughs> right, 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 right. Right? No, please, please, just one at a time. <laughs> All right, kids, time's up, pencils down. Oh my God. <laughs> all right. So, are we all ready to go through this list? All right. Sort of. <laughs> sort of. All right. First one a DCI or DCA core. Letter M. Emily, what you got? I wrote down the mandarins. Okay. So Can did I. I um, uh, I wrote Magic of Orlando. Dang it. Oh. Ooh. Ooh, that's a name I haven't heard in a while. Chris, what you got? Uh, Magic of Orlando as well. Uh, no point scored. Beth? I had the Mandarins. No point scored. Tom? Marauders. Oh! Tom with the point. Tom with the point. Tom with the point. Good job, Tom. All right. Next up, a WGI ensemble, guard, percussion, or wins. Let's start with Cameron this time. What do you got, Cameron? Uh, I put down Matrix. Ooh, okay. okay, Chris, what do you got? Monarch Independent Percussion. Ooh. Hey, I marched there. Heck yeah. <laughs> right on. Beth? Um, this was a big fat goose egg because clearly my indoor knowledge is at a minimum. So uh, I'm going to fix that between this episode and next episode. Okay, Tom's. okay. I'm the books of indoor groups. Yeah. Tom, what do you got? Uh, I, I had Motor City. Oh, okay. Ooh. Emily? I got nothing. Apparently, I don't know enough about this. What's <laughs> that means everybody but Tom or Beth and Emily get a point. Good job, kids. All right. Uh, next up, a marching arts director. Any genre or circuit? Let's start with Chris this time. Uh, I chose the Cavaliers director, Michael Vaughn. Oh, okay. Oh. Beth, what do you got? I have the former director of the Morgan State Marching Band, uh, Melvin Miles. So Ooh, that's, that's a double. Two for oh, <laughs> boy. Yeah, all right. There you go, Tom. Uh, I, I've got Mark Mitzker. Oh, two points also. Emily, what you got? Apparently, I don't get out enough. <laughs> Cameron? 
Uh, I wrote down Mike Jackson since he was caption head at Blue Nice, if you guys count that. We'll count it. We'll take it. We'll take it. We'll take it. Yeah, good job. Everybody gets points this time. Well, except for Emily. Still working. She's still working through that goose egg. Sorry about you, girl. Okay. Um, A marching arts adjudicator, Beth. We'll start with you. So I had to go old school because I'm old. Um, But there was a guy locally to here. um, His name is Brett Mascaro. And he was a, a local high school director here. So I got Brett Mascaro. There you go. Tom, what you got? Uh, Mike McIntosh. Two Ms again, Tom, with the double double score. <laughs> Emily? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> Cameron, what do you got? Well, I'm going to go ahead and take Tom's point away from him. Oh, 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 oh. Sorry and about also my own. <laughs> but also your own. Chris, what do you got? Uh, DCI Hall of Famer Gene Montrastelli. All right, Beth and Chris Rutt with the points this round. Kick it Woo! in. All right. Um, here we go. A marching arts venue, someplace where competition has taken place. Tom? The Manning Bowl in Lynn, Mass. Oh, all right. Emily, this one? So there's a local area that has been used as a like a high school competition center it's called memorial stadium i feel like that's kind of cheating though because i'm pretty sure every single city has a memorial stadium <laughs> right. Listen, it's categories we we allow it okay cameron uh i put j bernie mum uh i don't i don't know about that oh, okay. Okay. Oh, bernie mum does lie <laughs> chris what you got uh, the wonderful brand new Mercedes Benz Stadium in Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, we're the Dirty Bird. Yeah, Beth. I said MetLife Stadium oh. in New Jersey. There you go, uh, Chris and Tom and Beth and and finally Emily's on the board. Everyone, hey. Emily's on the board. Hey. <laughs> Um, okay, a manufacturer, distributor, brand name of marching arts, equipment, apparel, flags, whatever. What do you got? Let's go back to Emily. No. I'm not actually sure if there's one that I know that starts with M. Like, I have a lot of others, but none of them start with M. Oh, Cameron, got anything? Yeah, I put Mapex Majestic. Double. Chris? Well, I, I kind of feel I have to, but uh, music and arts. <laughs> Just to say it. <laughs> <laughs> just to say it Beth what do you got I picked Mallard conducting batons alright all right. for the sophisticated marching unit <laughs> for the sophisticated marching unit uh, I went with McCormick's oh yeah, yeah. yeah there you go Everybody, and Cameron gets a double point with that one good job Cameron oh really well isn't it you said majestic what is it no, I mean, just seriously, do I get to count two points for that? That's, yeah, that's yeah. pretty double. That's double pretty OP. Double. I was it, Cameron. <laughs> All right. <laughs> a high school marching band, Cameron. We'll start with you. Yeah, I put down Marcus High School out of Louisville. Chris? Uh, Mechanicsburg High School. Ooh. Oh, Shout out to one of our producers, Christine. She lives near there. Um, Beth, what do you got? 
Um, I have the a Millionaire Marching Band from Williamsport, Pennsylvania. Oh, oh. Millionaire Marching Band. Okay. Tom? Mission Viejo. Oh, a good one. There you go. Emily, what do you got? In Washington, there's a Monroe High School Marching Band. I think there's a Monroe in everywhere. Exactly. <laughs> Memorial Stadium. Just like Memorial Stadium. Everybody gets points. Everybody gets points. Yeah. Um, and finally, our final uh, final category is a college marching band. Now, uh, what is this? Chris Rutt, you're starting this time. The University of Michigan marching of band. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Beth. <clears throat> The Magnificent Marching Machine from Morgan State. <laughs> She's going for a four point. Watch out. <laughs> Tom, what do you got? I've got the uh, University of Massachusetts, UMass Minutemen. Colin McNutt and the boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Emily? <laughs> I wrote down the Marching Mizu. Uh, that, there you go. Yeah, Cameron? Uh, you know, believe it or not, I somehow didn't get one for this. Oh, Cameron. Come on. <laughs> Plenty like, of M states. There's like eight of them. <laughs> that, that's true. You could have gone with any. Yeah. That you could have gone with any of the um any of the M states. That's 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 wonderful. Well, can we tally up our scores? I'm just curious to see how everybody did. We're we'll 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 I'm gonna we'll start with Emily, girl. How did you do, Emily? What was that final tally? I think I got like two because the first one was an overlap with other people. <laughs> Fine, Cameron, I just need to do. <laughs> yeah, you need a little research. Cameron, where'd you get? I uh, ended up with five. All right, Chris? Six. Ooh. Tom? I think I had seven. Yeah, and Beth? Well, <laughs> so are we definitely counting the doubles or triples? Oh, yeah, you definitely got to count them. Okay. <laughs> Okay, well, then I got nine. <laughs> Yay! And yeah, winner, I'm all about the alliteration. <laughs> and winner of this week's categories game is Beth. Congratulations. Woo, woo, woo. Thank you, thank you. You like me. You really like me. <laughs> all right, Beth, I'll throw it back to you. Excellent. Well, thanks so much, Jeremy. What a great time for, the, for, uh, for a game and... Uh, we're going to uh, go to commercial break right now, and it's time to start rehearsal. On a Water Break is teaming up with Style Plus, Guard Closet, and Marching Arts Education to do some great giveaways this winter. The first is two $500 scholarships to two performers in an independent percussion, winds, or color guard competing in WGI this winter. That's right. One for a guard person and one for a winds or percussion individual. If that's not amazing enough, we will also be awarding to two groups a set of 20 Style Plus performance tops or a set of 20 unitards. One set of unitards for the winning color guard and one set of performance tops to a winds or percussion group. Check out more information about this opportunity on our website at onawaterbreak.com. Everyone that registers will receive a free month of service on marching arts education and all their amazing educational offerings. The winners will also be invited to be panelists on our podcast throughout the winter season. You'll tell us about your experiences as a performer and your insights into what's happening in the marching arts. Again, check out our website at onawaterbreak.com for information about applying for these opportunities. 
All right, kids, take 10 minutes. Make sure you go over all the music for the next chunk and color guard. Let's go retape those flags, shall we? All right, so look, I'm taking over for, for Jackie right now. She's going to go help the flags with their, with their uh, taping. So this is the time in rehearsal where we solve everyone's issues, or at least we're going to try to. Uh, we are the marching band staff, not Miracle Workers, so let's get going. We got a full house of uh, advice for you this week, so we're going to jump right in. So the first question that we have is, for, for our panel today, What's the best way to talk to your school administration who just doesn't get it? How do you get them to understand what your band, what your team needs? Um, Beth, what do you got? You know, I think sometimes the best way to do it is to actually invite them to what you do, you know, and have them show up at your practice or your performance yep. and show them, you know, what goes behind the scenes. Because I think a lot of a lot of administrators need a little bit more visual, you know, that if they, if they can see the students working and they see the parents that are, you know, putting in time, you know, sewing flags or working on uniforms in the back or, or fixing you know, the band trailer, you know, all of the components to what you do. Um, I think that's it makes a big impact, including an administrator on your trip. I know for, you know, for me, when I when I'm coordinating events and, and, and trips for for groups. I encourage them to invite the administrator on the trip because a lot of times, and I've, I've had this happen literally with me sitting next to the administrator, they, they actually, I saw the light bulb. They had a light bulb moment where they saw that, wow, this is, this is big. This is a big deal. You know, these kids just performed on the, the uh, flight deck of the Intrepid Museum in New York City in the Harbor, or, you know, we just saw these kids march down, you know, um, Colorado Boulevard in, in the Tournament of Roses Parade. You know, it's a big deal. And when they see that and and administrators are really good because they, they know politics and they know how to how they have to get their community support. And so when they can do that and they can come back to their community and say, look at what type of, of you know, delegates we have ambassadors for our town, you know, are in the are in this marching program and they are going out and, and sharing how how great we are. I think that's a good way to get them to understand what you do and what what we do as a as a as a program and as an activity. I think that's a big deal. And I think that's what, that's my big piece of advice. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, who I work with, we, we invite them on a show day from, from the yep. morning to, to performance yep. so they can see the parents working, the, the, the students working, the staff working and, and the payoff at the end of the night of the performance. And then that's that's really when 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 they get it. Yep, that's all all wonderful things. Uh, I would also throw in too is get the administration involved in a performance. If the band's playing pre-show, have them stand out there with the American flag, or give them give them a, a, an instrument to hold or whatever, just so that they get a better sense of what it's really like to do what we do. Um, mm, but yeah, that's a great one. Yeah, those are all really good and uh, good good uh, uh, answers here. All right, second question: What's the best way to keep the guard involved in the stands at a football game? Most of the time, they're just out in the end zone rehearsing and getting ready for halftime. But when they're in the stands, what can we do? What 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 are some good techniques or strategies to keep them engaged and keep them involved? I'm going to open up to anyone. 
That How about is <laughs> Tom, go. Emily, I think Emily has an idea. Emily, go. I'm uh, stealing this from my own university marching band, but I thought it would be really fun if, like, the guard, it could be like a team thing, right? They come up with choreography and, like, little dances to each of the band songs. I think that'd be really yep. cute and fun. Absolutely. Yeah, get, like, we can give them some pom-poms or something, you know? I just know that I think, in the And band- I think as a director, I think, you know, if you're the director, if you pick certain stand music that does involve, you know, whether it's like a spoken chant or a cheer or some, you know, some cover in the middle, some bridge in the middle where the guard can be involved in that part of it. I think that'll help them stay engaged in the game. And it's, I know it's kind of difficult because sometimes you don't, you know, not everybody's into football, you know, they're in a marching band, but they, maybe they're not into football, you know, but it's a good way to teach them about football and kind of get them, you know, involved, you know, every time somebody says first down, the guard does something or every time there's an extra point or whatever, you know, if you have little, little things here and there, like, like Emily said, a little choreographed piece, it keeps them, keeps them engaged. Yeah. I've, I've noticed that with the HBCU bands that the, the dance team or the color guard, whoever they are, they usually sit in front of the band in this, in the stadium and they are doing choreographed dances to whatever the band is playing. And it just adds to the, to what the, what the musicians are doing. It's just a lot of fun. Absolutely. And I think too, if you can reach out to your cheerleading squad, you know, at your school and even coordinate, you know, do something that's maybe call and response between the cheerleaders and the people in the stands, get them, get them going back and forth. It, It generates that buzz and it shows, it shows cohesiveness. It also encourages support of both programs, you know, whether you're a band supporting cheerleaders, cheerleaders supporting band. It does it accomplishes a bunch of different things. Absolutely. And I, you know, um, you know, this is drummer guy talking, but uh, I've some of the programs I worked with, I've seen some of the guards take chunks of the show and put them in the pep band song so they can work on cleaning parts of the show by at a game. Clever. Very so good. I, I, done as well. We do that in percussion as well take parts of the show and put it in the pep band stuff. So we're constantly repping parts of the show. That's awesome. Yeah. Awesome stuff. That's great. Uh, Okay. So our last question that we got to, we got to figure out here is what are the pros and cons of allowing students to write their own uh, choreography, whether it be guard or dance or drum solos or whatever, whatever it is, like, are, are there, are there pros and cons to this? Is it something that, that we should, that should be encouraged or what, what are our thoughts on this? Any sort of context specifically, like in, in the show or. Yeah. Like if there's, let's say there's a, 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 in the ballad and you have your senior color guard member, uh, who's uh, really, really advanced and you say, okay, you have uh, 32 counts to do whatever you want. Do you allow them to do that? Or do you, do you want to con- have more control over what they do? Yeah, I, my, my take as a percussionist, I mean, I just think it's very student dependent. You know, I mean, I can think of several section leaders that I've, you know, taught that maybe... I would feel comfortable saying, hey, why don't you take this moment and run with it a little bit and then I can help you shape that. But mostly 
uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I think for most students, I, I wouldn't feel comfortable giving them that sort of responsibility, um, despite how the creative outlet in that way is, is really, you know, helpful developmentally. You know, they need opportunities to do stuff like that, but maybe to put something in the show that everyone hears, like it should probably be a little more crafted to the moment. And if they're not up to that task, then it's not fair to ask them to do that. Yeah, I I, it, I, I agree. I think uh, giving high school kids the, the freedom to kind of do whatever they want can sometimes lead to chaos. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, but, but you can take like parts of it. Let's say that like there's some extended percussion feature and the tenors want to do a, a visual that looks really cool maybe that you know that type of interjecting little bits and pieces here and there are cool but yeah yeah I, I the 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 horn line the brass section at the school i work with to when we say we've got eight counts of you know choreography to do we encourage them to to come up with something and obviously it doesn't you know get past the, the showroom floor without you know final approval but Right. That way they have a little more ownership of their performance. Exactly. Exactly. Well, that's great. I think uh, I think we've solved all the world's band problems in this in this Ooh. segment here. Everyone is finals ready. Let's go. So thank you guys for for all your wonderful comments on on these uh, pressing topics. So uh, up next is we have a, a segment called Text a Friend. This part of the podcast is where we have 30 seconds to try and get a friend of ours to answer a question. We don't know what that question is, but we're going to get a bonus point if we can get the person on the phone. So. Okay. Are we ready? Phones in hand. Everybody's got their text to friends ready. Okay. This is a really basic question and should have probably been our first question we ever asked. Um, but our question is simple. Who, and I will even give you a hint, what college or university is credited with being the oldest American college marching band? Founded in 1845. Ready? Text a friend. Do any of you know is the first question. Do any of you know the answer? No. I might, but I'm not. I think I have an idea. You want to make... Do you have your... Do you know who you're texting? That's the question. You want us to tell you now who we're, who we're texting? Yeah, yeah. Tell us who you're te- who you're who you're who you're trying to get on the I'm I'm texting uh, Chris Korea. He's uh vice president of the Mass Judging Association. Okay, okay, that might be a good way to go. Try and try and try and Tom, do you know the answer? Do you know the answer? Oh, I, I do not. I, I didn't. What year was it? 1845. No googling. No googling. No googling. I'm not googling. 1845. Anybody have any thoughts? Anybody get a response yet? Anybody getting like the the, the three little dots saying, I'm thinking about it? Mm-mm. No, I not think I think know. You think you know, Chris? I do. I think I know it. You think you know? 
How come none of our friends seem to know? We all know on here, that's why we're on this show, we're the experts, and the, none of our friends seem to know what this is. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. You I got anybody? I think we know here. Oh, you got it. Tom's got an answer. Tom's got an answer. I think we know. So Tom is, are you, is that person going to answer live or are you just going to? See, let's. Oh, we're calling. We're ring-a-ding-a-dinging. It's like the old days of like, you know, what do we call it? Like, we're unringing. We're unringing. Hey, Chris Korea. Hey, Chris Korea. How are you, buddy? Get him on. Oh, there you go. Hey, so buddy, so you think uh, the oldest college marching band is Notre Dame? Uh, in America. <laughs> in America? That's correct. That's correct. Yay. That's correct. The University of Notre Dame. Uh, and they first performed at a football game in 1887. Um, so congratulations, Tom. And who was your guest answer again, Tom? Uh, Chris Korea from Massachusetts. You said from Massachusetts, right? Yeah. So Massachusetts. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, thanks everybody for playing, and back to you, Chris. Thanks, buddy. All right. Awesome stuff. Um, so, um, if you want our staff to help you out with your next marching arts issue, we have the staff standing by, ready to help. Just send us a voice recording or an email to on a water break at guardcloset.com. We'd love to hear about your experiences and how we can help you. Let us solve your pressing problems. Okay, everyone back on the field for the final rehearsal chunk. On a Water Break is teaming up with Style Plus, Guard Closet, and Marching Arts Education to do some great giveaways this winter. The first is two $500 scholarships to two performers in an independent percussion, winds, or color guard competing in WGI this winter. That's right, one for a guard person and one for a winds or percussion individual. If that's not amazing enough, we will also be awarding to two groups a set of 20 Style Plus Performance Tops or a set of 20 unitards. One set of unitards for the winning color guard and one set of performance tops to a winds or percussion group. Check out more information about this opportunity on our website at onawaterbreak.com. Everyone that registers will receive a free month of service from Marching Arts Education and all their amazing educational offerings. The winners will also be invited to be panelists on our podcast throughout the winter season. You'll tell us about your experiences as a performer and your insights into what's happening in the marching arts. Again, check out our website at onawaterbreak.com for information about applying for these opportunities. Hey, hey, welcome back. We're going to talk about some gush and goes here on the water break. Are we ready to go? Uh, today, uh, I'm going to talk about a go, a go. Percussion tuning. Please tune appropriately. Okay, not what you want to hear standing a foot in front of your drum line. Back up a little bit and and listen to the blend. Yeah. Or or not or not. But yep. I'm telling you, it's going to help you out in the long run. And 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 the kids might like it, too. <laughs> uh, I just got done championships, and 
so many groups are just way over tuning. Uh, and it's just got to be brutal on the hands. <laughs> so that's my, that's my go. That's my go, unfortunately. But let's go around the room. Who's got some gushes and goes? Cameron. Uh, yeah. Um, also, maybe about some drumming, um, but it's related to all the versions of our activity. Uh, I just want to gush about fundamentals. Um, you know, growing up, like playing piano and stuff, I was always taught to play scales and arpeggios and and things like that. And then when I see people, um, you know, a lot of people warm up by playing like these really long etudes in, in the lot. And, and sometimes I wonder whether or not they really think it's the most beneficial thing for for their um, you know, basic skill sets. And so I, I think we could do better uh, education if we branch out with more fundamental practice uh, related to scales and arpeggios, like bucks. You know, people could play some bucks every once in a while. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, right on the nose with that. It's, it's kind of a monkey see, monkey do, though. They see bigger, more progressive, advanced groups doing things. And they think um, my first year program can do this as well. Mm -hmm. um, Some of it's fun. Some of it's fun and, and worth um, the time. And, and it's it's an enjoyment for uh, the people in the crowd. And I really do love uh, a lot of the etudes people play. But sometimes it's over the top. Yeah, not not every high school line should play uh, double beat 9000. That's true. Mine <laughs> did. <laughs> yep. Or the ditty. <laughs> Always the ditty. Uh, I'll go next with my gush and go. Um, so even though Bands of America wrapped up this past weekend, there's still marching band going on. So uh, just a quick, uh, quick gush and go to the Western Band Association uh, championships going on this weekend. There, uh, the all divisions are stacked across the board from the smallest band to the biggest bands. Uh, we have the classic rivalry between Ayala High School and Chino Hills High School going up again. Uh, the fun fact about Chino Hills and Ayala, they're in the same school district. And they have been uh, they have been competing against each other for many, many years. So it's really great to see Chino Hills coming up in the marching band world, just, just like they did in uh, indoor. And to see Ayala back to their winning ways, so it should be a really fun, uh, fun battle this weekend. So I think they're even broadcasting it on Flow, Flow Marching. So you know, go check it out if you want to see some see, see some really good quality. Games. Yeah, there's going to be some good shows for sure. Thanks, Chris, for bringing that up. Emily, what do you got? Hello. So this is my first gush and go, and I have to be yeah. honest, I was not prepared to do one so it could be uh, anything right <laughs> anything like marching art does it have to be marching arts or oh, the best scrambled eggs you've ever had <laughs> so i'm gonna hop off of beth's and ponchos so i'm really jealous of my current university's rain jackets like they're really nice and before it was like our band used what we called the highlighters, which are like these paper thin neon yellow things that broke if you thought about them too hard. But now <laughs> we have quality rain gear now and it looks really great on the field. And I'm like, 
Oh, good. Finally, the athletic department gave you a budget. Super. It's always good to feel good, too, what you're wearing. All right. Let's talk about some news and what's going on in the activity. Cameron, what's happening, man? Well, uh, I wanted to bring up that there has been a lot of movement in the percussion staff in DCI coming into this season. Um, so much so that I think there's been some confusion about when and where some audition camps are going to be. I'm sure also that might have to do with uh, finding housing and such, but um, I know at the Phantom Regiment, there's been a change um, and they've got uh, Tyler Sammons and Matt Penland are now arranging and the caption head is Jesus Sanchez. Um, at the oh. Blue Knights, Jeff Ostamore has come into a range and the caption head is Andrew uh, McAfee or McAfee. And um, what was the other one that we talked about a little bit ago? Uh, Mike Jackson heading over yes. to Crown. Yes, the Carolina Crown, Mike Jackson and Kevin Shaw arranging for them. Although I'm not sure I uh, am aware of who the caption head is at Crown, if anybody knows that information. Uh, I think it's Mike, Mike Jackson. I'm not 100% sure, though. I don't know. I, and I'm, I don't even remember if they've announced that. I'm sure they have by this point. But yeah, I know if people have been confused about where the camps have, are going to be, uh, at least with like Phantom Regiment, they were... I think they're wanting to do a Texas changes. camp, but they're not. So, Pacific Crest, I think, has a whole new uh, uh, in-house staff from head. Really, to head, I think you yes. know. Uh, oh wow! Eric, the great Eric Shriver is heading up the percussion, but Glenn Crosby is still on board, so we have great depth at, at PC. Right, I think the Lots man added uh, Jim Casella to their roster, which should be. Uh, you know, awesome for, for those guys. Definitely. So lots happening. Percussion, man. Lots happening. Love it. What else we got going on? Chris. Uh, so here's a good one about uh, our, our the most famous flautist in, in music these days. Sorry, James Galway. But um, Lizzo, the great Lizzo, uh, just performed in uh, in Houston the other uh, recently, and she brought her alumni band, the Elsick uh, High School, uh, yes. from, uh, and the 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 Mighty Ram Band. They got to perform on stage with uh, with the Lizzo, and uh, this also backs up to another interview that Lizzo did on uh, Sirius XM talking about her experience in band and how, how being in band really helped shape her, her, uh, uh, her dream to, to become a, a, a musician. And I think the one quote I took away from it was like, you know, when you're in marching band and you have to think about so many things, like I, I have to be thinking about my music and my choreography and, and where I'm supposed to stand or uh, on the stage and also what I'm going to have for dinner afterwards all the same time. And it was like, so true, girl, you go, you go, because like, it's so great to have someone that is in the public's eye 24 uh, seven, really trying to tell everyone about all the great things that band kids can do and do do all the time. Wow. Yeah. Wow. What an experience. Wow. Right? Whew. 
you know, celebrities in, in the activity. I don't know that Tommy Lee ever marched drum corps, but there was like a, a TV show, like maybe 10 years ago, where he had to go and be in a college drum line. I, I don't know if anybody ever is that. Um, but just because you can do one thing doesn't mean you can do the other. And uh, it, it, it did not turn out well for Tommy Lee. <laughs> All right, Beth, what do you have for us? Well, uh, on October 22nd, Ohio State and the University of Iowa came together for their, their annual football game. But not only did they play football, both marching bands took the field for the halftime show uh, dedicated to Elton John. Now, if you're not familiar, Elton John is on his farewell tour, so it's kind of an iconic moment, and he's, he's pretty much all over the zeitgeist right now. So he... Um, his, his show is, is the, was the theme for their combo band. So of course, typical Ohio state fashion, the drill was clearly, you know, off Clever. the charts. Awesome. And, yeah. you know, they had a piano and they had, you know, they, they, they formed Elton John playing the piano on the field. They played Saturday <laughs> nights. All right. They did crocodile rock piano, man. I'm still standing, you know, a lot of his iconic tunes that we all know and love and, you know, the crowd went crazy, you know, because, I mean, who doesn't know an Elton John song? I mean, everybody knows at least one or two that are their favorites. So, you know, it's really neat to see when bands can come together like that and, and share the field, you know, egos aside. It's all about entertaining the, the, the crowd and, and having a musical moment. And I, I think it's really, really impressive. And, you know, both of those drum majors, too, have that tradition where they, they do a backbend to get the top of their plume to touch the ground right. behind them. And, and, both of them do that. I, I was like, I knew Ohio State did. I didn't realize the University of Iowa did too. These guys I, in the Midwest are crazy. Uh, you know, maybe once, and then they would never get up again. <laughs> yeah, right. That'd be me. I'd be stuck. I'd be like, well, now I'm down, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's awesome though when bands come together like that, especially nowadays. You know, football audiences are much more appreciative of the marching arts, which is so cool because, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah, you just it's so fun. Wow. That must have been it like wasn't always that way. And no, it wasn't, but that had to have been at least what, five hundred plus people on the field? Yeah, I think it was. It's because Ohio State was reporting two hundred and twenty eight and the University of Iowa is reporting two seventy. So, you know, that's basically five hundred people. Wow. So I mean, the field's only so big. Like you can only fit so many people on a field at the same time. And move, you know, so hopefully uh, they were, there weren't, I don't think there were any issues, which is pretty cool. Kudos. And what a, a memorable moment. Awesome. Oh, for they, sure. They'll, they will remember that. That's one of those iconic performances. You don't forget. <laughs> Fun story. I actually did meet Ohio State's band once. And I just wanted to say, I, I love it when the bands come together. You know, it really just like reminds us that band truly is a family. You could be on opposing teams, opposing ends of the country, yet we still find ways to connect with one another. Yeah. So great. Well, all right. Uh, if you don't have anything else, let's wrap up rehearsal. Uh, thanks for everyone for uh, another great episode. Uh, we hope that you found your time with us to be worthwhile. And thanks, Emily, for joining us. Telephone. Share a link on social media, get the word out, enjoy it. It's been a lot of fun and we will see you and talk to you next time. <laughs>